If someone took a Snapchat of me, us right now, they would be able to tell our political leanings by the way our car is turning. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> Hey everyone and welcome to the What Do We Think podcast. I'm Madison. And I'm Erica. And today we're going to be talking about how do you know that they're the one. Um, but before we get into it, uh, how was your week? My week? It's been a little bit longer since we've talked. It has been. It's been good. I, I mean, it's been a week though like it really it's, has it's we're not. both drinking and it's thursday night if that tells you anything but also that's not uncommon for me so it's fine i it's you not, you have not been like drinking during the week as much as i have yeah well i've been i actually have been waking up really early and like either exercising or today i just kind of woke up and still earlier but not as early and just kind of took the dog for a walk sometimes when I drink I just like continue drinking and then I don't get up in the morning uh, yeah um, that's so that's a little bit harder but <laughs> but sometimes you just need you need a glass of something nece- yeah it's necessary <laughs> yes I understand how is the winery the winery was good I got I got pretty drunk Ryan, said, I don't know if you know this. Ryan sent me a oh, Snapchat of wait, you when we got home. No, no, no. The first one was you passed out in the vaccine. Oh, yep, that one. And then was really the, cute. Uh huh. And then the second one was you like mumbling. Oh, like well, you weren't mumbling, but you just like weren't. I was in. I don't even know. I was what in the house. About. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what it was about? Yeah, we got this like Republican um, flyer for like a local person and I hate her. So I was like mumbling BS like I was literally like she's going to get through to the Senate. And I was like, she's not even running for as a senator. I don't even know what I was saying. (laughs) I was like, well, what are you? He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like about to pee. And I literally was like, I don't know, but she's going in our sink. I just tossed it in the sink. (laughs) <laughs> i oh wish i couldn't make this shit up but like i really I, can't there was something else that happened on the car ride home i was with sarah and nicole so ryan's sister mm-hmm. and her friend and we were sarah and well nicole was telling us about how maggie her mom's dog um really liked Sarah like they had like a special connection and Maggie like hates all human beings and um I told Sarah that she should meet my human friend Maggie and that they would have a special connection (laughs) because of the dog I don't know what came over me (laughs) Ryan was telling me this stuff and I was like what did I do? What did I take? Like, what was what was I consuming? <laughs> like, what oh was God. this? Is this your friend Maggie that listens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was in the 
car and Ryan has a voice recording of this and we pull up to a stoplight and we're turning left and I told Ryan that if someone took a snapshot of us right now they would be able to tell our political leanings by the way our car is turning what I literally was like I've never done this drunk the things that were coming out of my mouth I feel like I need to like buy tarot cards or some (laughs) something like that and pretend i'm psychic and get wine drunk in nashville that's what we should do you do oh my gosh i would probably do some crazy shit (laughs) oh my god but we do have to get drunk in nashville yeah i when he sent me those snapchats i opened them together Uh and all i responded was like i can't wait to drink with you guys (laughs) in nashville I have, like, two versions of being drunk. Either I'm, like, like, really, really happy and I think everything's hilarious or I just fall asleep. Like, 8 o'clock, I'll just fall asleep. 9 o'clock, just goes to bed, leaves everybody. Or just, like, on the couch. (laughs) Not gonna lie, the past two times we've, like, drank enough to be drunk to really get drunk it was kind of underwhelming like i we went to a brewery and i normally love this brewery but lately their beers have just been Eh? very heavy and like i just get a stomach ache and then can't can't like i get full and get a stomach ache and i don't really enjoy myself so this glass of wine is good really doing me well though so (laughs) drinking an ipa so it'll hit me sometime soon yeah um have you read any books recently i have or not. are you listening um, to anything you watching anything i've actually been trying to find myself like find kind of a podcast like a good podcast mm-hmm. that are like newer um i think just because we're like a newer podcast and i want other. to kind of see how other people yeah. are doing things but I haven't had much luck, so if you have any, if anyone knows of any, please Let share. us know. Please do. Yeah. Um, we've been watching a lot of House. I know that's, like, an old show, but mm-hmm. I've only seen select episodes. I'm getting, like, really into it, almost as much as I got into Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my gosh. But what's weird is I used to be able to watch them, like, drill into people's skulls and stuff on Grey's, and i like have to turn away like i literally turn away and michael's like okay you can look now and i don't know what has gotten into me i am so embarrassed to share that too that's so funny like out loud i'm so embarrassed it's okay well but like i just don't know what's wrong with me i used to like does it like make you feel sick yeah like my stomach drops yeah that's so that's so sad and i don't know i know and i don't know what is wrong with me i love shows like that i know well i used i used to be so unfazed the only thing that really bothers me is like vomit i hate (sighs) i hate vomit i feel like i'll get over it real quick when i have like kids but but i just yeah that's so gross but like blood fine with that excessive blood still fine with that or bones sticking out of skin <laughs> that is my <laughs> i think that's one of my biggest fears i know <laughs> like I just, just think thinking of about Ware. it i'm just I don't like know if you remember 
Kevin the bas- Ware, the basketball yeah. player, when that happened to him, that oh my god, yeah, that's my biggest fear. And even my dad, the doctor, I was gonna say, even my dad, the doctor, saw that and he was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't. He's I feel like in, you're not like in like doctor brain though. But like if like a patient came in with something like that, he'd be like, all right, like, let's, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but just seeing a picture of it or a video of it happening, yeah, let's get back on track. I was gonna say, what are you? Are you watching anything, or what are you? Oh, I forgot. I didn't. What we're focusing on? I didn't change. I didn't reverse the question onto myself. Um, Yeah, I am listening to some things. Um, I'm reading. I'm listening. I actually ordered it. I have to have a physical copy. Um, Mm. It's called The Evangelist. It's a history of the evangelical church and. I just find that stuff so interesting. I don't have an explanation as to why. I just really wanted to know why they hold so much power right now and why their voices are so amplified. And I kind of wanted like a history on how we got to where we are today. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's so, it's so interesting because I just listened to a part that was like they the original evangelists in America were like super social, like socialist people. They like set up social programs. They encouraged giving away your excess money to set up social programs and built hospitals and built. Yeah. Whoa. And it really, the division was when they moved South and the people in the South wanted to still own slaves. And these people were very anti-slavery whoa so they were like original abolitionists like feminist the original guy was like the first one to say that like because he couldn't necessarily change law he was the original he was like a, the original pastor that was saying like women have equal like moral rights as men and your kids aren't going to be like damned to hell because they're children and they don't understand they're committing sins like they like your kids are fine it's okay <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because that was, like, a big problem back then. So, like, I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. But So, do you listen, and then are you going to, like, pick up or, like, read along as you listen? or Like, I just more just, I wanted the book because, like, there's some stuff I, like, wanted to highlight because I already, like, I kind of am, like, commentating it, like, along in a, like, Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, there, like, this is just, like, I thought it was really funny because their original statement was talking about furthering furthering ethical seriousness and a belief in God's imminence and his readiness to transform the present world through the Holy Spirit, which is just talking about how we are like Christians should be focusing on ethics and morals and how they can do use the Holy Spirit to like create equality. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so funny. I just think yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> but the That's s- interesting. The I Southern evangelists that. that are like in power right now or just amplified voices in that movement right now, which obviously influences voters down there, um, is very much so in line with what was going on back then. And mm-hmm. like the one chapter just like is talking about the 1800s but you could literally replace it with like 2016 2020 
That's crazy. I haven't, I had like an old teacher. He would always say times change, people don't. Exactly. It was, and I mean like everyone says that, but that just, but like that, like just reading, just listening to that, like made me just think that that is spot on. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear something funny that happened this week? Well, I feel like this is just a depiction of me. Um, I have a track record of bad DoorDash orders or it gets <laughs> delivered to the wrong place. And I am the queen of forgetting to check the delivery address. Okay, uh, you should so probably So I ordered, that. I finally ordered bedside tables. And <laughs> No, did they go to the They wrong? got delivered. So, okay, but at least they got delivered to Michael's old apartment because the last time I ordered something from Wayfair was when we were, like, in the middle of moving and uh-huh. stuff, and it was just easier to deliver it. But his friend I didn't lives know. there still, right? Yeah, so that's fine. But he's moving in, like, a week, and I'm like, okay, I got to get my shit together. You got to, like, update all your addresses and all of your places. I did. Wayfair was – I opened my laptop, and Wayfair was still open, so luckily – you were like, okay. I like updated that. Quick. I got this. That's I so can't funny. think of any other places. I updated DoorDash. I updated Wayfair, Amazon. I don't know where else I ordered. Just stuff delete down. all the other addresses. <laughs> I know. Especially like if you had school ones in there. Oh, oh my God. That would have been bad. Luckily, <laughs> I haven't done that. Because I have my like Italian address in my Amazon still. <laughs> No, you have to take that out. That's how accidents happen. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just an accident that will happen to me, but <laughs> I literally, I accidentally sent something to my parents' house, which wasn't that big of a deal. They live how far away, but yeah. like I, yeah, I sent something to my parents' house accidentally. And then after that, I went in and deleted everything except for my current address. <laughs> that's so funny I was like one time when we were living down at temple i just sent it to the completely wrong address like just the completely wrong address and i like contacted them like 10 minutes after i made the order it was abercrombie and they were like we can't change it and i was like it's 10 minutes oh. after i made the order <laughs> like, this also something else also happened i ordered ulta and i went to do in-store pickup but the last time i was at ulta was when i was up visiting in pennsylvania so i also ordered my ulta order to the wrong address and was on the phone with customer service and by the time she got my order pulled up it was already fulfilled so i so did your mom to pick check. it up no it was supposed to refund by monday God. so i actually need to check let me make a note to check on that <laughs> that's so funny Are you see me i love that yeah <laughs> Madison's making her note Sorry. in our Google Doc right now. That's okay. Should we talk about what we're going to talk about today? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, Michael just opened the door and gave me Chipotle, even though he was pissed I kicked him out of the office. <laughs> How, How to tell if they're the one. Great transition. <laughs> that was a great transition. I don't have any food in my fridge and i don't have any i know we to don't make. have any food so i gotta figure that out after we're done with this oh <laughs> sorry one more thing i oh, you're my good. track record with doordash last time i ordered chipotle the other day my they got my order wrong <laughs> that's so annoying like i actually could start a twitter account for how many <laughs> times 
<laughs> Your DoorDash like has happens. been fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about how to tell if they're the one. Do you want to give a little backstory? So Madison and I are both in relationships, as you should know by now. And I am engaged. Madison is not, but they live in, they literally live in a house together. So farther than we are there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So no, we're both uh, you in. You guys live together. We live together. You're like in a dead ass house. Okay. Well, we didn't buy the house together. No, I so know. That... You didn't buy the house together. I'll give no. you that. You can credit that back to me a little bit. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're both in very serious relationships. And we both think we've, well, I found the one. I can't speak for Madison. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're just going to tell you what we believe are, like, signs that you can look for if you found the one. Yeah, and I would say some of this is from personal experience, and then some of it kind of is more objective. And Oh, yeah, definitely. But And, like, obviously, uh, if you don't feel all these things, but you still think they're the one, like that's okay we're not like your end all be all guys like oh yeah this is just a podcast (laughs) like yeah (laughs) and if you google like how to tell if they're the one or something like that they the lists that come up i know we were just talking about there's so many caveats to everything oh yeah um there's definitely also some like taboos that like people would say that they're not the one but mm -hmm. i don't think that's some of them are definitely not necessarily true yeah, and I know just from, like, personal experience, I've been such a stickler for, in, like, my current relationship for doing what's best for me. Like, I didn't want anyone to even know about my relationship until, like, a couple, like, multiple dates yep. in because I just wanted it to be me. Like, me choosing it. I didn't want anyone, like, asking me about it because I didn't want to get excited. Like, I didn't want to get, like, falsely excited about it or the other way around um yeah you didn't like want I literally anyone lied. else oh go ahead oh I said I literally lied to my family where I was going for the first couple of dates because oh. I just wanted that like to meet and I've like been such a stickler from then on about like me doing things my way and I think that's great I think I mean I was gonna say you also just you wanted to decide for you you didn't want anyone else's like opinions coming in from like here there and everywhere yeah so take everything with a grain of salt do absolutely (laughs) okay uh do you want to start with one i guess we can just go back and forth and talk about them yeah my experience was very different than most people's i ryan and i met in high school and he's basically been the only serious relationship i've been in and so therefore looking back on this like the things i would say that people later in life should be looking for would it was very different than how I was looking at a relationship when I was in high school we both had the shared understanding that like if we didn't like think this relationship was going to be great or like go at least somewhere and be serious enough to last then like we weren't going to be with like we weren't going to like play each other basically Mm -hmm. and just be in the relationship to be in a relationship And I think uh, that boils down to respect for one another. And I think Mm -hmm. being respectful of one another and what they want out of life is 
very important. That doesn't mean that doesn't change as new things come up in that person's life that they like are like, oh, this is important to me now. That doesn't mean you get to like be like, well, you've never brought that to me before. Like, that's not part of this. That's not part of our future. Like, you can't say that and like get mad about that. That's mm-hmm. that's controlling and that's manipulative. <laughs> um, let's call it for what it is. But I think that having mutual respect for each other and a sh- like a shared vision of like a general idea of how you want your future to go, mm-hmm. not in like a down to the month like plan that's not mm-hmm. what I mean by a shared vision but just a mutual respect for one another and a general idea of where you would like your life to go mm-hmm. oh I love that you have been spitting like facts lately <laughs> I think it's because I've been Instagram. starting to like write things down like I've been starting to just like write like type uh-huh. things out and now I realize that, like, maybe I'm not as bad of a writer as I thought I was. Or, like, a, a thinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've always been, like, not know how to, like, say things. And, like, but I think I'm getting better. Yeah, you definitely are. No, I love how you said that and kind of brought that up. Because there's, like, so many points to have in there. Like, one, you can evolve with each other. And I think that's, like, kind of a really good sign. Because... You're bullshitting yourself if you think that you are going both going to be exactly the same for the rest of your lives. Absolutely. I think that, I mean, beyond loving each other, you have to be able to grow with each other because you're not going to be the same person. If you're planning on having kids, you're not going to be the same person you were before you had kids to after you having kids. And you're not going to be the same person even if you decide not to have kids because new information is going to come into your life and that's going to inform who you are. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you have to be willing to change. Yeah, that makes me think of, um, so my mom has always said, kind of as like life and love advice. It's kind of tough advice to get, but she's always like, love isn't enough. Um, And just kind of backstory, my parents are divorced. And I think I, before I had a hard time wrapping my head around that, in like the early stages of dating, like I had a little bit like conflict about that because I was like, well, I do this because, like, I love. But, no, that's so true. Like, that kind of just plays into Yeah, exactly. Like, you literally said, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> like, word for word. No, not word for word, but you said, like, you know, you're in love, but. Yeah, you, I mean, obviously there's love there. Like, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't be in a romantic relationship with them if you didn't love them. Yeah. But that doesn't, in my experience, that doesn't take you, like, that doesn't take you where you need to go. There was a time where I, I kissed another guy. Mm-hmm. And we had to work through that. And I had to regain his trust. And mm-hmm. we never broke up because one thing that Ryan will tell you is that he was afraid of what his mom would think of me but he knew based on the way I was talking and Mm -hmm. the way he was feeling and thought of me that he's like I know I can't I can't bring this up to her and if we can't work through it then I'll tell her but neither of us are ready to give up on this relationship and I think that aspect of that problem came about because we 
did meet in high school and I didn't ever experience really anything with anybody else. Yeah. And that didn't mean I didn't love him and I didn't Mm -hmm. want to be with him. But I think they're also... I mean, that was a personal thing, but also there was also, yeah. like, a society thing going around. For like, you need to, like, be with a bunch of people and, like, all this stuff oh, to yeah. know who you love. And I don't think that's the case, obviously. We wouldn't be mm-hmm. together if that was the case. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I think that was really mature of you guys, too, the way you handled that. And that, like, yes, you had to rebuild trust, but that's just, like, that mutual respect and trust that you kind of already had. Yeah, that, like goes into all that because that wouldn't have happened if you didn't respect and like trust each other at one point. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, like we became really good friends before we were. I mean, we basically started dating when we were really good friends, but like we built a friendship in our relationship as well as like our romantic relationship. Yeah, I I think the way I see it kind of now is you can have this undeniable love for each other for sure, but the other stuff is what controls how long you like that person. Oh, 100%. You can, like, both be, like, obsessed with the same things and, like, all this stuff, but if you get to the point of, like, living with the other person and the nitpicky things or how they spend their money or it all ties into like the rest of your life with that person it's not like you just get to like when you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with someone and they're the one then you have to understand that all aspects of your life come together in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. bills are paid like he may pay for bills but you're gonna end up paying for something else like it's it's a give and take and you have to realize how that works within your relationship and if you can't get you can't even get into that with that person then I don't even think that you should really be with that person Mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring up the things feel that things feel different from other relationships because you kind of to counteract like this has kind of been your only yeah serious relationship and I mean I've only had like one other serious relationship but I kind of had the typical like half relation like a few like half seas relationships in Mm -hmm. college also but I think just in general like something that to me that feels different than other relationships is just that like kind of like commitment oh this is what I wanted to talk about that you brought up too is that commitment kind of from the beginning that you guys had like And I feel like I had that as well. And that was, like, very different. It wasn't like you were just, like, feeling it out. Like, you could just cut. There was just this, like, weird feeling that you weren't bullshitting around. And, like, I – and me personally, like, I went into our first date. um, And literally, I won. I was late. Two, I was like, okay, whatever. If it sucks, it's a free beer. Like, I was just not – Kind of, I didn't want to, I just wasn't in the mood to, like, waste my time. I wasn't just going to, like, talk to someone. Like, we went on a dating app, and I was never into talking to people just to talk to people. Like, no, if, like, if you want to get to know me, ask me out. Like, spend time with, and, like, I just kind of had that, like, no bullshit feeling from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like 
not that there's not a place for the like feeling each other out part or aspect of it but if you're if you are looking for somebody like seriously to like settle down with and you are just going on date after date with someone like with anyone that is here to just like talk get a beer Mm -hmm. get a meal then I understand how that can be like very frustrating for people and to find someone else that's just like willing to like put a commitment to you and getting to know you and if it doesn't work out that's okay but knowing that like you are here for a commitment and then another person that you meet also is there for a commitment I think that definitely adds a layer of it that commitment itself makes you respect the other person and come at arguments and things and learning about them from a point of respect of the other person and their Mm -hmm. perspectives and their point of view instead of just being like oh like I just like went out with her and like and she's like talking about this crap and like and I don't really agree with it but like I fucked her but and I'm gonna and I'm gonna take her out again like not that there's yeah. not a place for that. And if you're both consenting oh, yeah. to that, that is absolutely okay. I'm not shitting on that type of relationship. But if you are looking for your person to spend the rest of your, a person to spend the rest of your life with, because I don't necessarily believe in like, there's only one. Oh yeah. I don't believe in soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're trying to find the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, I get how that can be like that aspect of it being very frustrating and annoying. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do think that some, like, different relationships take different amounts of time to absolutely bloom for sure. Like, and you're not, you might not feel the same way at the beginning. right away. Yeah. And I don't believe in, like, love at first sight either. Oh, no. I had some friends after, like, our first date. I was like, yeah, I had a great time. We're getting to know each other kind of thing. Yeah. And... I had some friends being like, so, like, you don't know? Like, you don't... And I'm like, how in the world am I no, supposed to that's know? Not, yeah, I was like, that's not who I am. Like, absolutely that's not. you, good for you, sis. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I listen to so many podcasts. And they're all like, I knew the first moment I saw her. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you sound so ridiculous. Like, this is not a well, 1940s movie here. Like, well, calm but I down. Do think that's, I do think that's some people's personalities. I know, it is. It can, like, I know it can happen just because I've, like, oh, seen yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, too. It, but it's just, like, sometimes that's just, just like, so not me. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that will never be me. Yep. I do not think that, from personal experience, mm-hmm. depending on what you're talking about is values we can expand it a bit because i'm thinking it's mainly talking about like the core of who you are together yeah are the same that's how is that how you interpreted it yeah i don't think that you need to have like matched up like you do not need a diagram and have perfect lines across each one of them yep um i think that like the core of who you are and your everyday values maybe yeah is a good that's way to put good it. yeah um should kind of match up and then you need to have respect for each other's values absolutely i just know that that is a thing for our relationship and it has been mm-hmm. a thing for our relationship not not even put on by 
the two like we didn't put it on ourselves it was put on by outside people Mm -hmm. and that definitely I think it's definitely spawned my my journey into figuring out what I believe but at the end of the day Ryan and I both know how we want to treat people how we want to give back to other people and how we want to live our lives and they align and therefore how we got to that doesn't really matter that's what I was just about to say like you kind of your values as a couple absolutely so Um, it doesn't matter if one need to be solid and not argued about like I do not like the I do not like the insinuation that if you are not the same religion, you are not going to make it. That mm-hmm. is one debunked. Um, yeah. I don't like the, I was told by, um, well, Ryan's mom was told by a therapist that we might not make it because we're not the same religion and that, Oh, that um, people that have the same faith marriage have like a 90% success rate. But that success in that sense, I would beg to question because a lot of the times people feel trapped by their faith to stay in their marriage because of the doctrine that they follow. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'd rather love and enjoy the time the person like with the person that I'm living my life with instead of staying with them because of a book yeah I and I just like I look at when I try and think of you know a big list of the successful relationships that I either grew up with or knowing like yeah not all of them have the same religion and that is just one like that is just one part of values absolutely Um, like yes you get some values from religion but you also get values from the way you grew up how your parents are where you grew like just you know where you grew up the area you grew up um yeah um now social media affects that in what you believe and why you believe it um Mm -hmm. college and like college affects that um your own your own journey affects that like your own research and stuff so it's like as long as you as long as your values do align not because of religious values then I think that's a good sign that they could be the one not that they could be the one you can have Mm -hmm. the same values and then like lack all the other things and then it's not they're not the one but I think with all of these things you have to like have all of them come together (laughs) in like some magical way (laughs) yeah and I think values kind of intertwines a lot with other stuff like yeah for example I don't know like you could really have a heavy value on money but in the way this is just like a like hypothetical but say you your partner has a heavy value on money and protecting their money because that is their money so like how does that affect you like are you fine with that are you 
like maybe they give you an allowance or like you know it just different things work for different people and like you have to be okay with that and then that just comes with like talking about it and yeah it comes like kind of knowing how you align absolutely and then also I was gonna say you have to understand why they are the way they are about that money what if they grew up with little money and therefore now that Mm -hmm. they have money they want to make sure they don't ever not have money again like yeah you need to understand where they're coming from on that and maybe that could help give a little bit of leniency to them in that area and just understanding where their motivation is behind why they think that way yeah and I'm that just goes back to like respect and communicating see I think respect and communicating along with like a cut like a physical emotional connection is kind of the core of it I think that at the end of the day is what like true love is about Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure everything literally everything on at least my list comes back to all four of those yes which is very like unromantic things <laughs> like well unsexy things just being like oh like we have mutual I mean, no. respect for each other well, like, i mean between, when you say like in, mutual i was gonna say when you say in like fact. layman's terms like when you just like say that it doesn't sound like oh like like passion and stuff like that or like a lot of times like terms that people are using to like be like oh like true love has passion and emotion and all this but it's like that's not gonna endure you through your whole entire lives i mean you do need like i think you do need like a physical emotional and then like respect absolutely and trust like those are kind of the four things yep so like i'm not gonna denounce that like you you have to have like a physical connection like what are your friends at that point if yeah you don't like your best friends like that's all you are yeah your best friends that like occasionally kiss or hug each other (laughs) yeah and sleep in the same bed like it's just like a sleepover every night with your best friend okay moving on to another like thing that you know they have to be your best friend yeah like you literally spend every day that is the person you know when you have roommates in college or whatever they're most likely some of your best friends like it's the same thing exactly like who do you hang out with on a weeknight (laughs) your significant other like exactly they need to be your best friend yeah but they also need to have a physical connection with you too like if like oh yeah if you're in the kitchen and you're making something and he comes he or she comes over and like gives you a hug or something and you're like fuck no like get the fuck off of me then maybe you should take a look into that a little bit not saying like break up but like you definitely need to just like be like wait am I doing this because like I just don't like that he's touching me like am I like off right now like what's going on here Mm -hmm. because obviously there's times where you just like don't want to be touched but like he's coming up to you just Mm -hmm. like trying to love you a little bit then like and you're just like repulsed by it maybe you should look into that a little bit yeah figure out why yes also this is in healthy relationships we are not talking about in places of like abuse or like you know what I mean Oh, yeah. And, like, having, like, someone touching you unwanted. Okay, let's bring it back in here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to bring up, so when you bring up issues, it, like, yes, you're going to have your fights. You're going to, well, I guess this is, like, two points in one. One, 
Uh, no, we're going to stick to the first one. So when you bring up issues, it matters to them. It's not like always a fight and it's not always a, you know, issue that needs to stay an issue. If there is an issue and you're like, say something's bothering you and it's not just like, okay, you leave the toilet seat. That's like a bad example, but yeah, you leave the toilet. Like that's not just like an, a little issue. It's like something that kind of matters and affects you, like affects your relationship. Yeah. It's not just announced or it doesn't become a fight. It's something that like matters and they listen and they like, or even like opposite, like you listen and you take it in and you care about fixing it. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. You have to care about what they care about to a certain extent. Like if it's something ridiculous and they know it's something ridiculous, then like, and they bring it up, then it's like, okay, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that I had kind of two points written down. One was that, and then the other one was the little things don't really matter. Yeah. Um, and I thought of that literally right before we started recording <laughs> when I went to pee, and Michael was like all pissy because he I was kicking him out of his office, and which is our office we both share it, but he likes to say his office. And then I went to go pee in our bedroom. And he was like, you kick me out. You have the office and now you have the bedroom. And then he forgot to um, change the toilet paper. So I was like stuck on the toilet. <laughs> and that's when I thought of this one, that the little things like don't really matter. Yeah. Like it's just kind of funny and stupid. Like it's funny to just like, you're not actually mad at each other, but you're just like, oh, you didn't do this or like you didn't do that. Yeah. There's like a difference between yeah. like, those little things and then the big things are like things that really you like take and I mean that goes back to respect again but like you just take into consideration and like I can't think of any time that we've like fought about if one of us brings up something either like that really annoys us or that's bothering us like it has always either been like not fixed instantly you talk okay we've take we talked about it we take it we're like okay and it doesn't really continue from there or it's like an open communication type thing. Yeah. That like, like if it's like a behavioral thing or like something that they, uh, behavioral, mm-hmm. that something that they do that like you notice like a change in the way that they're doing that thing. I notice that like my product, my productivity and my mental health is so much better when like our place is clean. So like mm-hmm. that's something I've brought up like multiple times that like, I need this space to be clean when I wake up in the morning or else I don't feel like doing anything, which is not a good thing yep. when you're self-employed. <laughs> so like, and he's like, okay, we'll make sure that that like is taken care of. And so mm-hmm. we generally speaking, like keep it pretty clean and tidy. Yeah. And I mean, and I get that is like, like a, not- I was going to say that is like a little thing, but it has a big impact on me kind of thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It could be a little thing, but it could be a big deal to you as well. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, that might not be, a, like, even a big thing to oh, me. But it might say, be to you. Yeah. Um, Like, you do not want to see how messy this office is right now. <laughs> and also, like, it, you, like, no one's perfect. Like, I'm not going oh, yeah. to... We don't, it's not This perfect. isn't a good example, but this is the first thing that came to mind. Like, I remember Michael was, like, hates that I 
if we're like in the neighborhood or something i don't drive on like i drive kind of in the middle of the street and i know that's not safe and like he was saying it from a point of safety but also like it just drove him up a wall okay i'm not my dad does the same thing (laughs) the first time that he tells me like yes of course i was like oh i'm sorry like and i try to fix it but i'm not going to be perfect every time and like it's you know you can keep reminding that person of that and not be naggy like oh yeah just be like hey like just just saying just saying yeah yeah (laughs) like don't drive in the middle of the road (laughs) Mm -hmm. or like hey can we clean up now like i'm not gonna be like annoying about it it's just like oh hey like remember how this like helps me Mm -hmm. can we do it and then normally he's like oh yeah just because he's not or your partner isn't thinking about it like doesn't yeah, mean they don't care you about are, you yeah. yeah just because you're like obsessive about it doesn't mean that they are and therefore they don't mean to like hurt you as a result they're just trying they're just living their life <laughs> okay well we're back from some technical technical <laughs> difficulties oh my god i cannot speak um so i was telling my mom and then kind of explaining to her the other day that like you your love language is not is gift giving and I like see it so much how much you want it like you want you enjoy giving gifts and like obviously receiving and it's like just doesn't register on Michael's radar at all and I was kind of explaining that like on my birthday he didn't get me a gift but he like went out of his way to do and I don't even think he like knows how much I like I you know I tell him I like loved it and stuff but I don't think he like really knows how much I appreciated and like just had the best weekend like went out of his way all weekend to kind of just like make it special a little extra special and and then like on Sunday like it really was just like my ideal day and like we just had like such a good day together and like I doubt yeah. you know what I mean it like, was like it your perfect day and like the same thing he took note like he notices like what your ideal self would do and then he gave that to you basically like that was his gift to you basically if you want to think yeah. about it in that and sort of way yeah and I mean I do think it's important like to have traditions with each other and have different like things that you guys do together like I still want to have times where we like get things for each other even if it's just like a gag gift or something like because because I do see it as like something important but there are so many other ways that like and I know that it just doesn't it's so funny because he hates receiving gifts that makes so much sense though so in turn he just like he doesn't and it took me a little bit to understand this but like so he hates receiving gifts because of that he just like doesn't understand like he doesn't see as much of a point I guess to give gifts either like he sees it more of an obligation but that makes sense if he doesn't like receiving gifts and opening them in front of people and like that makes him uncomfortable then that would make total sense as to why he doesn't like to think about like having to give someone a gift exactly like it makes sense and like i because you understand it like and there i i mean of course like there is a place for giving gifts and i think that like you know we it's important but it like it also just like makes so much sense to me and it's not exactly it's not like every i mean it 
so like I always when everyone finds out that like one of my top love languages is gift giving they're like oh you're like that one and I'm like <laughs> I was like yeah okay that's a stereotype yeah, for like, sure yeah would I like it sometimes to be something a little extra yeah but because I'm just like a bougie kind of person not that I can afford it <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> well and I think it's it come it's funny because it depends on where it comes from like I was you know another thing I was talking to my mom I was like I forget what exactly happened, but basically, like, you, I remember you talking about something, and then I remember Michael doing something, and it was the exact same thing, but it comes from a different, like, perspective. Like, you see it as, what was it? Oh, I think it might have been making breakfast, but maybe not. I, like, basically, I mean, I'm just gonna use this as an example now, but someone could see, you know, making a breakfast and stuff as, like, a gift, Whereas, like, he would see it as kind of more of, like, an act of service or something. But that, like, I mean, that just comes, like, and me understanding that was me asking him a million questions (laughs) to just understand understand it. Like, so that just goes back to, like, communication and, like, respect and stuff. And, like, and it comes from a good And even if you don't have the same love language, that doesn't mean there's not a way to, there's that doesn't mean you aren't meant to be like not okay you're not ever like just meant to be with somebody I don't really believe that either but that doesn't mean you Mm -hmm. shouldn't choose to be with that person just because you have a different love language it just means you need to learn how to love them and actively pursue their love language and them actively pursuing your top love languages as well oh yeah no I and just understanding it and acting on that alone is can like change things drastically within a relationship Mm -hmm. well and i think most people don't have the same language very few people do i think yeah and i mean i think if you did have the same love language it would almost be too easy that you wouldn't have to work for the others if that makes yeah but i I think you i'm not saying it can't work but i think it like doesn't work it it just comes so easy that you're not used to working from the beginning to understand and like communicate about i agree or it could make it feel like everything that it was ever supposed to be like that you would think of Mm -hmm. as like true love or whatever yeah well because i think your top one matters but like so do your other ones (laughs) i would be lying if i say yeah like i don't have like a big difference like i I don't think I don't know maybe I need to like read the book and retake the test but like when I think of what my top ones were or are like I don't I think the other ones are just as important yeah like a close second kind of thing definitely like quality time is definitely one of my other top ones honestly it's probably that Mm -hmm. over like gifts like gift giving and gift receiving um but yeah oh yeah but also I think it's so funny because we were like reading the book at one point we literally read like 50% of the book one night and then never picked it up since then (laughs) Um, and so I think it's funny because the first two chapters on like the actual content were of the different like love languages was 
acts of service and quality time or words of affirmation and quality time. And I was like, they're so similar. They could be interpreted so similarly. <laughs> but I think yeah. that the well, I think the way your brain inputs it is really and responds to it is really the different the differing between the two. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, kind of all of them can overlap. Yeah. It just depends on where it comes from. Like cuz like you said like access service and quality time like what was that what um, you said access, access service uh, quality time that? and um the the talking one the um oh my gosh words of affirmation oh, words of affirmation i feel like because a lot of words of affirmation is like direct conversation like uninterrupted co- conversation which is also like very similar to quality time where you're spending uninterrupted time together like I think that, like, Mm -hmm. that's so funny that they could be, like, really interpreted so similarly. Yeah. Or Or expressed so similarly. The other way. Yeah. Or you could think of it as, like, the complete opposite. You could have words Mm -hmm. of affirmation, but you could still kind of, you know, coexist, but not actually actively spend time together. I know that was, like... I that was I mean I wouldn't say it was a big issue but it was an issue when kind of quarantine started and that's when we kind of started living together um like we had planned to live together before that but just kind of yeah happened sooner than expected and that was kind of something that I remember being upset about and kind of being like I feel like we don't like, because before that, we would see each other, like, on the weekends because we had different work schedules. And so that's your active, you know, you're actively putting in the time to spend together on the weekends. Then all of a sudden, you're spending all of your time with that person and you aren't necessarily actively, like, you do have to kind of get that rhythm down of, like, making time yes, to spend Yes, there is definitely person. a difference between just, like, sitting on the couch together and actively, like, pursuing a relationship with that person and wanting Mm -hmm. to do that too yeah or even just actively making time in especially in a little apartment quickly and you guys had a roommate too it kind of quickly yeah so it quickly just kind of got into us all hanging out together um and i oh my god i love his roommate but at the same time like it went from us having our weekends together that we were actively like you know, kind of catching up on missed time to literally just coexisting. And it, like, I mean, we had to, like, sit down and talk about it. Yeah, because at first it feels like, oh, this is great. We're spending so much time together. And then it, like, really hits you that you really haven't been spending, like, time together. You've just been, Mm -hmm. like you said, coexisting. Yeah, that's, like, definitely a thing since, like, the only time we've really spent apart significantly was – when I went to Italy and then from there we were going to school together before and after that went to high school together moved in together so continuing to make it different and not just like a continuation is it's difficult but I also think that I just I'm the spice of life over here and (laughs) I'll make anything interesting (laughs) So <laughs> that's true for sure. Okay. Um, go off, so sis. at the end of the day, all of these values need to 
come together in order not values why do I keep saying values but like all these concepts all these ideas the the way you have mutual respect for each other that you enjoy your time together that you meaning like you have a good friendship together you're best friends and you enjoy that time and then understanding that you're gonna have to not bend who you are but you're gonna have to change a little bit in order to come together not because you have to but because you want to because you want to make your relationship work and that's not saying like change deep down who you are like you have to grow together it's growth it's not like it is change and I it's not in a bad Mm -hmm. way it's like oh he really like hates when I leave something out if if I constantly if he's constantly telling me that and I don't change then that could turn into a larger issue of of him feeling like he's not heard so therefore change your small behaviors And if there's something larger that bothers him, then work towards a compromise on that. I'm not saying to never compromise in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm getting a little preachy here. Um. <laughs> well, you're, but like you're just kind of wrapping it up by saying like all that, all that love and respect and trust like goes into the like the want to compromise and the want to change and grow together and like because it's worth yeah. it and it doesn't feel like it doesn't, it doesn't feel, like, feel work. like work it feels like oh I need to do this because I want to do this because I love this person and I want to have a mm-hmm. healthy relationship with them not because they mm-hmm. are controlling and manipulative so yeah you're right you said it very well there so all of these things <laughs> are just coming together and if you feel that way towards someone else and they seem to feel the same way towards you I'd say you have a pretty good equation to a successful marriage if that's where you want to go relation long-term relationship and yeah I would say that those are like the suggestions I would give in looking towards in you looking at your relationship to see if that person is the one exactly so um i'm thinking on the spot so we can redo but um go over to our instagram and tell you what tell us what you know we want to hear your mushy or whatever stories about you know how you found the one or there's a ton we didn't talk about so drop that on our post on instagram and tell us what you think And that's that's what what we think. think.